Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from Numbers chapter 9 in verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they were come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the children of Israel also keep the Passover at his appointed season. In the fourteenth day of this month at even, ye shall keep it in his appointed season, according to all the rites of it, and according to all the ceremonies thereof, shall ye keep it. And Moses spake unto the children of Israel that they should keep the Passover. And they kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the first month at even in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. So did the children of Israel. And there were certain men who were defiled by the dead body of a man, that they could not keep the Passover on that day, and they came before Moses and before Aaron on that day. And those men said unto him, We are defiled by the dead body of a man. Wherefore are we kept back, that we may not offer an offering unto the Lord in his appointed season among the children of Israel. And Moses said unto them, Stand still, and I will hear what the Lord will command concerning you. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If any man of you or of your posterity shall be unclean by reason of a dead body or be in a journey afar off, Yet he shall keep the Passover unto the Lord. The fourteenth day of the second month at even they shall keep it and eat it with, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall leave none of it until the morning or nor break any bone of it. According to all the ordinances of the Passover, they shall keep it. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey and forbeareth to keep the Passover, even the same soul shall be cut off from among his people, because he brought not the offering of the Lord in his appointed season. That man shall bear his sin. And if a stranger shall sojourn among you and will keep the Passover unto the Lord, according to the ordinance of the Passover, And according to the manner thereof, so shall he do. You shall have one ordinance, both for the stranger and for him that was born in the land. And on the day that the tabernacle was reared up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, namely the tent of the testimony. And that even there was upon the tabernacle, as it were, the appearance of fire until the morning. And so it was always. The cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. And when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, then after that the children of Israel journeyed. And in the place where the cloud abode, there the children of Israel pitched their tents. At the commandment of the Lord, the children of Israel journeyed. And at the commandment of the Lord, they pitched. As long as the cloud abode upon the tabernacle, they rested in their tents. And when the cloud tarried long upon the tabernacle many days, 
Then the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and journeyed not. And so it was when the cloud was a few days upon the tabernacle, according to the commandment of the Lord, they abode in their tents. And according to the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. And so it was when the cloud abode from even until the morning that the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they journeyed whether it was by day or by night that the cloud was taken up, they journeyed. Or whether it were two days or a month or a year that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle, remaining thereon, the children of Israel abode in their tents and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, they journeyed. At the commandment of the Lord, they rested in the tents, and at the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. In, in this passage of scripture here, we are reminded that when we walk in obedience to the charge of the command of God, he will always be there for us. God uses, as always, his spiritual leaders to speak to his sheep by the Holy Ghost. When we humble ourselves and walk in obedience to the commands of God, we shall do well. You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. Jane Brzezinski. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today. Let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Holy Father, for the opportunity to experience the darling of this new day with the saints of our mind and the activity of our limbs, and we are asking you out again today to continue to lead God and direct us that we be who you would have us to be today. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you because we know that you're God and you're God alone. It's you that have made us and not we ourselves. And so we ask you, God, as we embark upon this day to perform the task that you set before us today. God, that we ask you, please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. That you will take pleasure in continuing to lead God and direct us, God, in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Keeping us reminded, God, that you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. So when we are confronted with adversity, keep us reminded, God, and help us to keep ourselves reminded that whatever the circumstance, whatever the conditions, we hold fast to your promise. Even if you don't do anything in the moment, we hold fast to your promise because you have purpose for it. Because we know, God, that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you are for us, then who can be against us? Help us to trust that. Help us to trust you, to trust your word. Thank you for the indwelling of your spirit to empower us to trust your word. God, and to turn back the enemy with his thoughts to come, try to cause us to walk away from the truth, to follow after his temporal and his carnal and his worldly wisdom. God, but we're going to hold fast to your word because... As Solomon prayed God to you and you did exactly what Saul, Solomon asked you to do, 
when he asks you, God, to win even if your people are overcome with famine, if they're overcome with captivity, if they're overcome with pestilence, wherever they are, God, when they cry out to you, hear them, God, and deliver them and demonstrate your presence with them. And we believe in you today that you're the same right now, this 27th day of August, 2023, because you said in your word that you don't change and you're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We're trusting you for that again today. So we know that the enemy is on the prowl, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. But we know also, God, that you are right there with us in the midst of all the adversities, the, the valley experiences, the sickness, God, whatever the situation might be. We know because you are omnipotent, you are omnipresent, you are omniscient. You are everywhere all the time with power to do anything, anytime. God, and so before we can think things, you already know it. So we thank you today. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you, God, hallelujah, for getting us out of darkness and bringing us into this marvelous light that you have created for the righteous. We thank you. We praise you, God. We honor you. And we're asking you again today, Lord God, to look on all the sick and the shut in everywhere, God. Every sick room, every sick bed, God, wherever it is, whatever the sickness, whatever, God, the uh, pestilence that might be upon us, God, whatever the malady of whatever sort it is, you are the God of all flesh, and nothing is too hard for you. And so we turn to you and we're beseeching you, God, to hear the cry of the righteous as they cry out, Lord, please forgive me anywhere and everywhere I've failed you in word and deed or in thought. And when you hear that cry, God, moved by your spirit, God, and touch them. Get them out of those sick beds. God, get them back on their feet, Lord. God, and we're praying and we're asking this morning, God, for I'm asking you, God, for those that I know that are sick and have some malady of a sort, God, some sickness, God. God, I'm asking you with them as they pray. God, and for those that I don't know but are praying and seeking you, God, hallelujah, for people that I know that no people, God, and they're asking that we unite together in prayer. God, I ask you this morning and again right now, God, to reach out, God, and let the Holy Ghost, God, go and get them out of those sick beds and get them back on their feet, God, like only you can, we pray. We ask you again this morning, God, for those that have lost their way by leaning to their own secular wisdom, God, their only vain imaginations, God, being ensnared by thoughts and philosophy from the world, God, and they've lost their way. And they made decisions, God, because out of their feelings and out of their emotions and have brought them and drug them back into darkness. But we're asking you this morning, God, as they cry out to you, we cry out to you with them. God, that as they repent and ask your forgiveness and ask you, God, to refresh them, God, we ask you with them. We're asking you for them, God, to refresh them, get them back on the right path in life, that they can walk and talk this gospel, God, to help others that find themselves in like situations, God, in like situations, God, that they, hallelujah, will turn and repent and turn to you. And when you hear that cry, God, you're going to refresh, restore, reinstate, and get them back on the right path in life, helping people to come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. For those that have lost their self-sufficiency, God, we're asking you again today to restore it, God. Put them back in a position. 
even if it takes making them their own, own business owners, Lord, their own entrepreneurs, God, that they can hire people that need jobs, God, particularly those of the household of faith, God, that's crying out to you, God, because their jobs got shut down because their employers were people that did not honor and reverence and respect you in your word as you said in your word. To, to for Masters, be careful how you treat the servant. God, and we know that that's interpreted to mean employer, be careful how you treat the employee because you're not to withhold their wages. You're not to mistreat them. And as the employees give an honest day's work, let it work, God, for your people and restore God and refresh them, God, their self-sufficiency, their financial independence, that they can take care of their families and, and do things with their families, Lord God, that they can make the children happy and want to be home and don't want to get out and run the street and go and do things because people in the street are doing more than them and all these kinds of things, but because the people, God, hallelujah, and God, and this is why, again, God, as you restore them and refresh them in their finances, God, we also ask you, God, to turn every home into a God presence home through prayer and the reading of your word together as a family unit because we are losing too many of our children, Lord, to gun violence, to promiscuity of one sort or another. We Hallelujah. We have our little girls, as soon as they reach puberty, God, they're getting pregnant and having babies, and, and it's because of a lack of instruction. It's because of rebellion. It's because of disobedience, God. So I'm asking you, God, again this morning, God, to look on these parents. Help them to know, God, hallelujah, that their children are being like they are because the Bible teaches us, Lord God, and we thank you for it. God, be not deceived. God's not mocked for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So help the parents to know, hallelujah, when they were rebellious and they turned against their parents and they, because they thought their parents didn't know and they thought their parents were ignorant because they didn't allow them and didn't want them to go out and just run rampant in the street and let the devil beat them down and get them caught up in the drugs and the gangs and all these kinds of things, God, hallelujah. Now they're losing their children to those things, but I pray this morning, I'm asking you, God, as Solomon asked, God, when the people, hallelujah, when they, when they cry, when they turn back to you, when they cry out to you, when they confess error, when they confess sin, God, when they confess, they fail to teach their children what they should have taught them about you, about reverence, about respect for one another, about our honesty, God, hallelujah, about good character, God, God, hallelujah, that you will hear their cry and you will start working on these little boys and girls that's in the street to think they're grown, hallelujah, just because they're over 16. God, but parents do these things to these children, telling them they are grown when they are not grown because they're not self-sufficient. So help us, God, hallelujah, to get our children, Lord, back out of the streets. God, and if they're in the streets, they're in the streets, God, during the daytime hours, God, trying to help other children that don't have parents to trying to help them to know what is right, just, good, and honest. God, to help them to come out of that darkness. God, I thank you, I praise you, and I honor you, Lord. God, for your goodness and for your mercy. God, and these people get from that prayer in the home, from that reading of Scripture in the home, God, they'll bring it to the church house. And they'll get then join God with the saints in the church house. And God, and when they 
demonstrate that desire to be who you would have them to be. You're going to baptize them too with the Holy Ghost. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you again this morning because God, I know I believe it. God, I know other people believe it because it's in the word. It was a promise that, that are made. God, that you're going to do what we ask you to do. And we ask you, God, this morning that all of these things that we're asking can be enriched when your pastors, God, hallelujah, you said in your word that you would give your people pastors after your own heart that would feed the people with knowledge and understanding once the people acknowledge their iniquity. God, hallelujah, so I'm asking you again this morning for me and every pastor everywhere that we preach the truth, God. We know that the truth is not popular when it comes to people in the world. God, but we know, hallelujah, because we know, God, how you gave your only begotten son and you sent then him to the people that you had chosen and had wrought miracles in their lives. They turned against him. God, they rejected him, but he persevered, hallelujah, and he endured because he was here to help us today to know how to act and know what to do against adversity and hardships. <clears throat> to realize, God, that with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, your spirit in us, we have the power to resist the devil. We have the authority to make him flee. God, hallelujah. And when Jesus did what he did, God, hallelujah, the disciples, God, God, that the ones that became apostles, they gave their life because they believed what Jesus said that you promised. And we today, God, I know for myself, and I know as many as believe the gospel, we want to have that kind of faith in you. We want to have that kind of confidence in you. That we're going to stand up against adversity. That we're going to stand up against, God, hallelujah, those spirits and ideas and ideologies and philosophies that's, that, that people, that's not with your word, but it's contemporary thought. God, hallelujah. God, and we're going to stand up against all of that to hold people fast to your word, to your truth. Because this is where salvation comes, in obedience to your truth. You promise God, hallelujah, that you are the Lord God and you change not. What you say to one, you say to all. God, hallelujah, that you, God, have sent your word out to your preachers everywhere. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, and when we stand up, God, you're going to do with us what you did back down through the years and that you said, don't add to nor subtract from your word. But if we'll live by your written word, hallelujah, you're going to cause us to multiply and be blessed in what you would give us. God, and we praise you for it this morning. We believe you for it. God, and because of secular wisdom, because of contemporary thought, God, a lot of people are turning away from the truth. God, because they're changing things, because we're in the second millennium, God, but it hasn't changed the intent of your word because you haven't changed. You're still saving sinners. You're still healing the sick. You're still saving those that come in com uh, compliance with your word that has been written. And these are the people that are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. These are the people that are receiving, God, the, the authority and the anointing to resist the devil. God, and help people come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. So we're asking you to give this morning, without fear, favoritism, or compromise, let every preacher, as they stand in pulpits today, 
God preached God, hallelujah, without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to preach God with purpose, with pride, with dignity and diligence to help people that don't know, people that are being fed with uh, this new trends and fads and philosophy, God, that the world had, that has evolved from the street and from people that don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they're trying to bring it into the church, God, where your spirit is, where we're to honor you and to reverence you, God. Your sanctuary is holy and sanctified and all of this worldly thought and idea and all these trends and fads. God, it's almost sacrilegious with some of the things that people do today, but we know you see it. God, and we know that your word promised us. God, the ones that are going to be blessed, the ones that are going to be able to come home to be with you are the ones that hold fast to your word. And you let the life of Jesus prove it to us, even the people around us, even our families, even people that say that, that you're first in their life are the people that's going to mock us, they're going to scoff us, they're going to talk about us, they're going to run us down, they're going to call us names. God, but we're going to be steadfast as the scripture teaches us, unmovable, and we're going to abound in your work because we know that as long as we walk in obedience to your word and furnish you the faith that we trust you, God, that you're going to continue to prove yourself. And we're asking you, God, that everyone that seek you in sincerity and in truth, that you baptize them with the Holy Ghost, that they too would have the dwelling of the Christ of God, the power to resist the devil in the name of Jesus the Christ, so that on the day that the Lord Jesus stand in the clouds of power and great glory, with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, hallelujah, the Bible, the Bible declares, hallelujah, thank you, God. The Bible, hallelujah, the Bible declares that the dead in Christ, those that had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the indwelling of your spirit, God, the Bible declares that when the Lord stand in the clouds, when that trump shall sound, those that had that indwelling of your spirit are going to rise, they're going to come out of the grave, and those that are on the earth that day that have the indwelling of your spirit, they're going to be caught up together to go meet the Lord Jesus in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. So saith your word, and we trust it and we believe it. This is my prayer and my hope again this morning. God, and I'm asking you again until that day shall happen for us. God, we know that you're going to maintain our cause, so we're going to endure. God, we know that you're going to continue to lead and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake, so we're going to continue to resist. All of this new philosophy and all of these things that people are twisting and spinning, God, just because they have good vocabularies and they have good, God, uh, control of words, God, hallelujah. They have good oratory, God, and, they have, and people are just overwhelmed with that. Hallelujah. But it's written in the scripture, God, that we are not to be overcome with that, but we are to continue to maintain the truth of your word. And you're going to help us, God. And so we're going to be caught up that day, God, because you're going to continue to lead and guide us in the path of righteousness. God, and you're going to continue to supply us, God, according to your riches and glory, whatever it is that we need to be who you would have us to be. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray and I do believe it so, because I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. Hallelujah. 
Good morning to all of you everywhere this morning. Hallelujah. We bohosha. And we believe this morning, amen, that things are not as bad as they seem. And nothing is going to happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And if you keep telling, koshama, if you koshandolobo, hallelujah, if you keep telling yourself that I am healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. When God hears, and know because he knows what's in your heart. When he hear you, he's going to manifest it in your life too. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.